Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. David, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. I'm going solo this week. My co-host Heidi covered me, covered for me for at least a month or so, and she's got a big event. So I promise you we will all be back when I all meaning just the two of us be back on the podcast, hopefully next week or very soon so that you guys can get more of our, at least my bad sense of humor. I don't think Heidi's sense of humor is bad as mine, but you can get both of our one-two punch Heidi is famous for being our shame correspondent. She goes out there and finds things that make her feel ashamed and and frustrated. And then she brings the podcast and then, you know, we talk about it. So it's a perfect combination. So today's podcast, because it's coming right off the heels of, if you guys didn't know, there's, you know, obviously a big election, bad joke intended. Um, but with all the drama, with everything going on, and when I say drama, I'm not for one or against the other. I'm just saying with it's just, you can kind of feel it in the air. And it's almost like I felt I could taste it the last couple of days. I just wanted to give basically a light the fight public service announcement that I really believe can just help out, even if it's just a little bit with how you're able to handle all the stress of the political unrest that's going on in our country. So before I do that, um, this public service announcement, as always, is sponsored by our community sponsors or aka community partners 1-800-CONTACTS if you need contacts don't even think about it go to 1-800-CONTACTS they got all the best contacts you need all the technology to make it fast simple and affordable so back to the podcast here's something that um is a good story that i'll tell you about my day yesterday so yesterday i went to um, the high school that i teach part-time at some of you may have heard episodes we've talked about here that I stated that I created a little curriculum, a high school here locally that's really struggled historically with suicides. Said, hey, you know, we want you to come and I have this curriculum here at our high school. I said, great. Thought the best way to do it was for me to be the teacher. So um, I am a part-time teacher over at a local high school here in Salt Lake City area. And yesterday I was teaching. And because I'm back to health now and I don't have any more excuses for my, uh, for not working or for not talking right. But so I went back to work this week and I was teaching yesterday and I just had a feeling, just a thought that when all the students came in, because like I said, obviously there's a lot of political unrest going on and, you know, teenagers, whether they're into politics or not, they're definitely being affected by it and hearing lots of conversations. I just had a, a thought and I said, you know what? Before every student walks in the door, I'm going to stand up in front of the classroom and I'm going to greet them and I'm going to make just one simple statement to them. And I told them, I said, hey, you guys, just want to let you guys know this is a no talking about politics and religion zone. Our only religious and political beliefs, or not beliefs, but our only religious, the only religious and political 
views that can be shared in here is love. So if you want to share how much you love everyone's religion and have love and respect for everyone's political beliefs, then please feel free to share that in a couple sentences or sentences or words. And that's totally fine. But besides that, I'd like you guys just take a time out and just sit down and let's just talk about friends. Because that's what yesterday's lesson was about, was friends. Now, this, this curriculum is a social health curriculum. The name of the class is called Level Up. And so the kids came in, they all sat down. And I don't know if it was to my surprise, but definitely to my pleasing, many of the kids, you know, because I told them, I said, hey, you know, hopefully you guys understand where I'm coming from. I'm not saying that, you know, you guys can't talk about your thoughts and feelings here. I'm just saying that maybe this would be a good time to have a timeout from all the stuff going on outside the world. Everyone pretty much unanimously, just at least everyone that spoke up and everyone else seemed to be nodding their head, all said, thank you, Mr. Cos. So glad. And then they started sharing just some quick, you know, bullet points of, yeah, my last class, all these kids were arguing with each other, you know, Trump this, Biden this, blah, blah, blah. And this one girl said, it sounded like they're just copy and pasting what their parents said. I don't even believe that they even know what they're talking about. And all the kids in there were like, yeah, me too. Like, oh, thank you. I'm so glad that we didn't have to talk about this stuff. And then when they left the class, they all shared the same sentiments when they when they left the class. They said, thanks, Mr. Cause for, Cause for just, just, you know, having, you know, good vibes today and just, you know, just getting our minds off of all the drama that's going out there in the world. Well, the two classes I talked yesterday, it was basically the same thing said, even by totally different kids in different classes. So about 70 kids total all had the same thoughts, feelings, and opinions. You know, and that taught me something and it showed me something at the same time. It taught me that, you know, I think even teenagers that can obviously be labeled as dramatic and, you know, filled of high intense emotions, even teenagers get tired of the drama and get tired of emotions, like, like, like intense emotions. And then I also learned something from that. That the kids that were in my class, they not only were tired of it, they weren't just exhausted, but they felt that they were caught in the middle. One girl said, she goes, yeah, I feel like when my friends are arguing about all this politics stuff, I feel like, like when my friends go through a breakup, but both of them want you to take their side. And a couple of the kids like just lit up and everybody started laughing like, dude, that's exactly what it's like. It's like, like you're on my side, you're on my side. And the girl that said this, she was like, I don't want to be on anyone's side. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> and if you've ever had friends or loved ones that go through a breakup and you know they, they want you to favor them or support them and they want you to take some jabs at their, their ex with them, you got to be really careful because if you side with one too much, they, uh, they may tell the other person, yes, even Jamie agrees with me that you were horrible to me. Or yes, even Steve said that you were mean and you always had attitude when we were hanging out and you were hard to get along with. Be really careful on how you support your loved ones and your friends through this difficult time. Because if we can take a lesson from giving support to our friends and family members when they're going through breakups and divorces, that's one thing that we can definitely take from those experiences and bring it into the political debates that are going on. It's good to give support. 
It's good to comfort someone if they're stressed or struggling, but be really careful to not mirror and mimic their same opinions and their same thoughts and feelings if that's not actually how you feel. Because everyone, well, okay, I'm exaggerating. Let me back up. Oftentimes, and a lot of people are looking for validation, but you aren't in control if they take that information and share it with someone else that does not share their same opinion. For example, a close friend of mine, talked to him on the phone recently. He said that he got a really bad Yelp review because he was labeled on social media as being a racist. Now, I've known this guy for a long time. He might be a dumbassist because he said some stupid things since I've known him, but a racist, he's definitely not. But he did make some comments about, you know, the political stance that, you know, a lot of sports are taking right now and how he thinks it's, it's this and that. Well, a friend of his that played college football with him before I knew him took that as racist statements and they started having an argument debate privately in messaging. Well, his friend took one of the things that he said to him and posted that and, you know, and said, see what this guy says. And luckily for him, he didn't say anything that was a racist, but he definitely had an opinion different than his other friend. Now, mind you, these guys were friends when they were younger in college. They're not friends like now. They don't talk to each other. And so I, he called me up and he asked me for advice. Like, what do I do? What do I got to do? And the first thing I told him, I said, man, I'm not saying you can't have your opinions because obviously everyone's entitled to their opinions, but you don't have to share them on social media if you follow people that you're friends with that you know don't have your same opinions. Now, he said, well, that wasn't my intention. I wasn't saying anything racist. I wasn't trying to pick a fight. I said, I know, man. I know you weren't trying to pick a fight. I know you're not racist. And you guys listen to the podcast and very powerful word. I said, and that guy doesn't know that. To him, he felt that that was very offensive and that was racist. And I can see both sides. Even though it's my good friend, I was like, hey, I can see where your friend's coming from. And I don't even know this other guy. I'm just looking at it from an objective opinion from the outside saying, I, I get where you're coming from because you have the right to post what you want to write, what you want to post. And I get where he's coming from because he has the right to get offended and upset with you too. And so after it was all said and done, I said, man, just, just take down the post. Because he asked me, what should I do? I go, just take down the post. He said, all right. He took it down. I said, I go, you might want to let the dust settle, but the best thing we do, or you should do is just call him up on the phone. Just say, hey, man, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm sorry. I've learned a very valuable lesson from this. You know, I'm I'm probably just going to keep my own thoughts and feelings and opinions myself because the last thing I want to do is to hurt someone that I used to consider a very close friend and a brother. And that's what he told me. He said they used to be pretty close friends and not, not like best friends, but very close friends. And they went through, you know, a lot of, you know, a couple of years of their life together. I said, it's not worth losing a friendship over these political views. And, you know, it's, I've had conversations with other people where their businesses got bad Yelp reviews and come to find out it was because they had made um, political statements online, which again, they're entitled to make. And again, people are entitled to take offense to. I can't tell you guys what the solution is. I can't tell you who's right, who's wrong. But what I can tell you is that sometimes 
the need to feel right or to be right isn't always right. I know many of you out there have your own political opinions, your own religious opinions, your own moral beliefs and opinions. And, you know, I wouldn't encourage anyone to change your beliefs and opinions just to appease other people. But I also wouldn't encourage anyone to put their opinions and beliefs out there to the world to incite other people. You know, I said a few years back on the podcast, it seems like on social media, and again, I'm not criticizing anyone that's on social media. If you're listening to this, I'm not saying I'm anti-social media. You should get off social media. I'm just saying that, you know, in recent years, we find out that sometimes when people are in bad moods or having life not go their ways or just having strong opinions, they turn to social media as an outlet for those opinions. And that's partly what social media is for. But it also seems that if we're not careful, it can kind of fall into this category and become a slippery slope where we uh, we start to become recreationally outraged. And it's easy to do. And if you don't believe me that people can have recreational outrage, just hang out with a group of teenagers or go to high school for a little while. You'll see a lot of people, a lot of young people out there, not everyone, of course, but a lot of people saying, what? Who said that? They said that? No way. Uh, that's messed up. I'm going to beat them up or... I'm going to post about them or I'm going to tell everybody what they said. And and a lot of times these things are quite minor things to the bigger scope of life. But at that moment, it's very important. It's very big to the person. But in a heated moment, it can seem as if it is so important that you have to stand your ground and you have to defend yourself from the tyranny of other people's thoughts, beliefs, and opinions. I would just like to suggest another alternative. Now, for some of you, you may listen to say, Dave, that's not the way I think. I believe that what I'm saying is for a righteous cause and I need to stand up to injustice. Well, then that's fine. Don't, you don't have to listen to me. I'm not saying that I'm some sort of Dalai Lama or, or Buddhist monk about knowledge and wisdom. I'm just a guy who helps people not fight, helps people come to understandings and not have so many disagreements. Because at the end of the day, we all drop our kids off at the same school, regardless of our political, religious views, our race, our gender identity. We all have the same core needs. We all can't go longer than three days without drinking water, without dying or be in serious trouble. We all need food. We all need oxygen. And like I said, we all drop our kids off at the exact same schools. So if you're a person that would they're looking or trying to find different you know, ways to, to handle all the civil unrest and these political disputes, I would just simply suggest being agreeable, meaning agreeable, meaning to, to validate people when they're sharing their frustrations and their concerns about what's going on, or they're just their complaints. And just go along with it and tell them, you know, wow, you know, I, I can see where you're coming from. You know, just say some sincere things where you can kind of put yourself in their shoes. But be mindful and cautious to not jump on some beliefs and thoughts and really stir the pot because you never know who that person is going to go tell and speak for you that you have strong opinions and strong beliefs like they do. 
I would never want anyone to have more excess explaining to do and apologizing to do for things that they've said or didn't say or have done or were just accused of doing but actually didn't do in their life. Because life is hard enough as it is. We got bills to pay. We got school to go to or, or do at home. We got meals to cook. We got errands to run. And we may have loved ones to mourn. We might have jobs that we need to find and money it needs to be earned. The precious energy that we have every day is a great resource. But it's not a great resource if we don't have enough of it to access. If at the end of our day we're, we're tapped out and we've used unknowingly a lot of our energy looking at, you know, really tumultuous and political unrest. I know just today I was on YouTube and I just kind of wanted to check in on, on different platforms to see what, you know, what certain people's opinions were on both sides of the spectrum. And after a couple of minutes, I just had to tap out. I was like, man, I, I couldn't even do it because I had a lot of work to do today. And when I tried to go back to my work, I kept on feeling the need, like, like a tractor beam sucking me back into, well, well, now I'm curious what this other person says. And then I went back again. And once I started listening to a different opinion said, then I said, well, why are you thinking that? And I started to try to make sense of things that really don't make sense. And then I have little to no control over these people's opinions and the election, what's going on. So I had to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm going to really take some serious time off of watching the news um, obsessively. You know, I, I'll check in every now and then. Um, but maybe just once a day. I mean, so far I've just been checking in once a day and, uh, it seems to be working for me except for today when I tried to check in YouTube a couple of times throughout the day and that got me all riled up. And, and the funny thing was I wasn't even having an opinion, just listening to other people's intense opinions who made my blood start to spike and start, made me start to worry. And then one guy said something like, so this is going to happen. The riots can happen. Losing happen. And someone else is saying, ah, this is going to happen. I was like, whoa, whoa. It got my, it got my fight or flight responses up. And just five minutes earlier, I was taking my dog on the walk or on a walk and I was calm and collective and getting a lot of work done. And then five minutes into watching these videos, I felt like we're going into World War III. And I, you know, I obviously when I got the videos and throughout the rest of the day, and as I separated myself from that, I, I didn't really feel like that anymore. So I guess what I'm saying is that we do have the greatest control and influence over the way we feel and the way we think, more so than any other person, any other party, any other group. That's what we get to choose. Our thoughts that we entertain and our actions that precede those thoughts. So, like I said, that was a light the fight public service announcement. Again, I don't have any dog in this fight. I'm not for or against any political view any religion, any, you know, if you like God, you hate God, you love Buddha, you, you love Allah, you like the Democrats, you love the Democrats, you hate the Republicans, you like them, but you're not sure, you're in the middle, left, right, center. I truly, truly, truly just want everyone to stay focused on their task at hand. You have a job that needs to be done and you might be the only person that can do it. You have patience that needs to be exercised as a parent. And under all the civil rest, it's not going to be easy to do it. 
So be mindful of the thoughts and emotion, the thoughts you entertain, because the thoughts you entertain do determine your emotions. And then your emotions do determine your actions and your reactions at that particular time. It's basic psychology 101. So take it for what it's worth, you guys. I am back to be, I am back to be a little bit. I'm glad to be back, man. Still, a couple times a day, I still have some of that word salad and kind of blur some things together. But I guess that's residual effects from having a meningitis and so and a bunch of brain damage on top of it. <laughs> man, now that I'm thinking about it, this is a horrible sales pitch for you guys to listen to me and to take some of my suggestions. Anyway, I'm out of here, you guys. If Heidi was here, she would say, she always says, thank you for helping us to light the fight. Oh, 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 oh,